0: What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Laura, what do you got?
1: All right. So I told you guys maybe like three weeks ago that after Australia um, had some rains, there was like a bunch of spiders everywhere, right? They were Mm -hmm, like calling mm -hmm. it Spidey Town or whatever. So now I just sent you guys a picture because apparently after rains, there's this little uh, creature shooting acid from its tails in Texas. Wait, what? Yeah. I just sent you the picture. That looks crazy. TCU?
2: The Horned Frogs <laughs> showed up. Big 12 West champions. Wild.
1: Wow. I was like, "Yo, this is wild. I don't know what the rain is bringing. And, I mean, it's, but that thing. Okay, so the name of it. I'm gonna try to say it. A the Negaroon." <laughs> Vinegaroon. What'd you call me?
2: Vinegaroon? <laughs> yeah, let's keep that one. <laughs> Why do we keep that one in the lab?
3: You're going to got familiar, yeah, Laura. You're going got too Let's yeah. keep that one in the I lab.
2: I was like, I can't let's come up I with a nickname there. So,
1: the other thing that they're called are whip scorpions.
2: Yes, much better. And name. I was like,
1: <laughs> I don't, I was like, I was going to try to say it and sound professional, but it didn't work out for me. No.
2: Yeah, let's, let's, let's eliminate it. that drop.
1: Yeah. So, um, the whip scorpion, I was like, yo, Greg is about to go glamping. Oh, How it's not would glamping. it, it is, glamping. is glamping? It is glamping, bro. It's okay. It
4: is glamping. You don't even what would you fine.
1: do if that thing popped up like right next to you?
4: Oh, I'm getting out of there. I'm not getting I mean, anywhere near that's that thing. that'd
0: be the first time you cried in 10 years. <laughs> no, if,
4: look, if that acid hits me, it would be the first time like, coming out of its butt. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting away from that thing.
1: I mean, I'm you are glamping, so I don't know. If you actually get one, but anyways, yeah. I'm like, yo, those things are nasty little looking creatures. I was like, Mm-mm. yeah, those are gross. I would, those I would gross. run, and I don't run, okay. So, but I would run if I would see one of those.
0: Yeah, that is, is what you this need this to know. Don't go to Texas or Australia. Apparently, quick, uh, quick update. Right. Sorry, go right. ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go, go. No, quick update. I have, a, I have a circuitry update. So please do the read. Oh. All right, then brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, go ahead, Clint. Double
2: tweets, Jason Torres, at Clinton Yates, you ain't finding no charcuterie board at the Acapulco in Downey, that's for sure. <laughs> that's a great tweet. And then charcuterie, John Pinnock's charcuterie is just a fancy way to say meat and cheese tray. Yeah, we know. It's French. That's not necessarily fancy. It's just a different language.
0: Parlez-vous français?
3: What's your français? It's like it was fancy.
2: Yeah, it's not that fancy.
3: It's just French for bologna and cheese.
2: Right. It's a a French word. It's not a (laughs) fancy word. Anyway, that was your update from the charcuterie community.
0: Uh, uh, Speaking of uh, Acapulco and Downey, uh, Beto and Whittier uh, says, uh, first off, happy birthday, Laura. Um, And he says, second, Acapulco is, if Acapulco is the meat market, El Pescador, where she's going, is the delicatessen.
2: He just wanted to say delicatessen, which is a great word. Which is a fancy word. Yes, that is a fancy word. That's a fancy word. When you can just say deli, and you get delicatessen.
0: Uh, Laura, is El Pescador the delicatessen?
1: I mean, if Beto from Whittier says it is, I'm going to go with what Beto from Whittier says. So, Mm. yeah. Okay. You know? Who am I to argue with our listeners, George?
0: No, I'm not. I'm just saying, you know where you're going. I'm just saying, I hope you know where you
1: know. I mean, Janice is taking me. So Janice, you know where we're going? Where we we going? We, 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 okay. we going. I,
0: can't I mean, even Janice talk. goes to D- Downey all the time, right? So Oh, I mean, she
1: stays
3: that. there. She, she's not like <laughs> she she's not there. like Greg. Putting her we're business just, in you know, the streets. I see you, girl.
4: <laughs> talking about putting business in the streets. He's just sitting there saying like, oh, just like Greg. Doesn't go to Downey. No, Downy. I said not like yeah. Greg. Doesn't go to Downey. Yeah, I got you. You don't go to Downey.
2: I'm, Why does I'm Downey sorry. come up every time I'm here? I because don't get Because Downey it. is up, a, like what's it, happening in Downey that makes people talk about
0: Downey. That's peep, not Acapulco. It, it's that, where the people are. You yes. know what I'm okay, saying? I get it. That All needs right. to be the site right. of the All first right.
3: remote. I get it. It
0: is. It is like the like the community of of, of communities where everybody comes as one. Is basically okay, okay. that.
3: Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes.
0: And unites. Right. Downey is one of those. Oh, I, right. Again, I, it's like I say about Torrance. You need something. You can find it in Torrance. Okay. Whatever it is you need, something nice, something not so nice, right. maybe something in between, something, you can find it in Torrance. Something legal, something maybe legal. Correct. Yeah, okay. You find it in Torrance is all I'm saying. Gotcha. You know, you want to go a little upscale? <laughs> I mean, the perfect example of Torrance is the Delamo Mall. They got the one side of Delamo Mall. Be like, damn, it's a fancy-ass mall. They got a Hugo Boss. They got Lululemon. And then the other side, they got mom-and-pop stores. And the other side of the Delamo Mall, you're like, damn, where am I? 1987? Oh. I've been to that
2: mall, the fashion center. I love that place. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Right.
0: So that's why I'm saying you can get whatever get you want in Downey. I mean, in uh, in Torrance. You probably get close to whatever you want in Downey, though. Oh, we yeah. know what you can yeah. get in Downey for sure is you can get yourself a little meat action, dude, meat the, market
2: action. Dude, that <laughs> mall is dope, yo. When I first started coming out here before I moved here, I used to go there just
0: to like hang out. I believe at one time it was the largest mall yeah. in California. I'm a big mall. Uh, I don't, be, I don't know if it holds that distinction anymore, but- I'm a big fan it. has been
3: stripped guy. of his title. Skid it is. his smile. Yes, yes. Yes.
0: Hey, wait. yes.
3: Um, real quick. Well, here's um, the thing, though. Why didn't Ryan say something? He heard it just like the rest of us.
0: Ryan Kugler, you're saying,
4: yeah. the
3: director he, of uh, he, he Black he heard Panther. It because just like it was out.
0: awesome. Why are you acting like anybody
2: cared? <laughs> it was fantastic. Yes, I we're going to make a these. Said it
3: in the fit. I was at the premiere. <laughs> no, it, it was but, but, when he said it, I was like, wait, it was what? hilarious.
0: LZ, I think that certain actors get a pass. Yes. And Forrest Whitaker is one of them. Yes.
2: The typical rule is no accent is better than a bad accent. A Forrest Whitaker <laughs> accent
3: is fine. You know? You know what was my second favorite phrase from that movie? What's, What's that? that? It is your time. Oh,
0: yes, it is oh, your time. time.
3: Here we go. We're creating the
2: quoting Black Panther for the rest of the day. We're all getting fired, just so you know. Yeah, stop. So I've seen
3: that movie like.
0: Colonizers. A, and I've seen it. that
3: movie like at least 70 times. Oh, it's
0: great. This great. Uh, I love it. Clinton, you actually were at All Star Weekend. Yes. As we tra- try to transition out of that, not get fired. Um,
2: <laughs> I was there. I went to, I did a, a, a litany of things because this is, you know, it's one of those showcase weekends for, for baseball. And so everybody and their mom is there. But the big thing about this year, y'all, was that, and I, I don't know that I'd forgotten this, but like there were a couple elements of this that I'd sort of, I didn't really realize that they were going to affect me, was that there wasn't one last year. And so right. beyond the actual sort of game, there was the, the camaraderie was off the charts. You know, seeing all the people that you're used to working with and seeing on the road and you follow their work, the players all seeing each other. There were 40 first-time All-Stars in this game. So, yep. like, everything was new to everybody, including to the Colorado Rockies in Coors Field, who were not supposed to have this game until Georgia started acting up. It was this weird feeling of, like, wow – We really actually do like each other. You know what I mean? For the first time that I can think of, because a lot of times you get to these events and it's like, oh, how you been? Yeah, I'm on the slug. How's that second half of your season going? Quickly, I hope. There was none of that. You know what I mean? Folks were really, really glad to see each other. And so that was one thing. The second thing, Denver fantastically sized footprint town for a thing like an all-star weekend if you've never been around the Blake Street situation there's stuff that's right close that's fun to do not just in the all-star context but from a Denver start, uh like restaurant hospitality context there's stuff that's a little farther to do that's fun there's also LZ's favorite activity that is very prevalent you know favorite activity is an overstatement but like it's a cool place to have an all-star weekend um number two and number three Shohei Otani is incredible I mean, incredibly impressive dude all around. I saw a couple pressers with him. I mean, it's a, it's a massive crunch of people every single time he does anything. And he handles it extremely well. Tatis was out there having fun. I just thought it was a moment for everybody to come together and remind each other that baseball, at least at the major league level, still has a little bit of a childlike wonder. I wrote a column about it for The Undefeated. You can check that out about sort of the linkages of fathers and sons that were prevalent everywhere. Over um, All-Star Weekend, of course, Field. I had a blast, man. It really was uh, restorative in a lot of ways. Is
0: if if Shohei is the most like in, entertaining player that we have? I in don't the know sport. that he's
2: the most entertaining. I think he's the best.
0: Okay, or yeah. the best, either one. Um, what does that make Fernando Tatis Jr. El Nino?
2: That's what I'm saying. I think Fernando Tatis Jr. is the most entertaining player. Okay, um, okay. I think Juan mm-hmm. Soto is behind him. And so when Soto and Otani were in the uh, Homer Derby matched up against each other, it was a little bit of a bummer. But I, I don't think that these things all have to be mutually exclusive. This is one of those areas of our sort of our business where I actually take a lot of, I'm not, not to what you're saying, but like there's a lot of people in this business. Who think that they like to stir up stuff and think that they know what they're talking about. And they pose everything in these ridiculous questions that, in fact, their frameworks are off base to begin with. There does not need to be one singular face of baseball. There never has been one singular face of baseball. And quite often, that face of baseball or those faces of baseball, whomever they were over time anyway, were not people that Major League Baseball was actually pumping anyway. So now we've got a situation where I'll never forget this. I never forget this, but I remember this like it was yesterday because it was three days ago. I walked into the first hotel because it was the Sheridan Hotel, the main hotel, not the one I stayed in. <clears throat> Did you get those points? But, oh, no, I was in the Ritz Carlton. Sorry. Mm, they don't get that. fancy pen. Did you hear that uh, earlier? Yeah, you missed yes. that earlier. So my point is that the, the image on the front, like the, you know, they have the promo image, it was Tatis, it was TA, Tim Anderson, it was Shohei, it was Juan Soto, and I can't remember who the sixth player was, but I was like, oh, how about that? We got a bunch of non white guys on the main you know, premier um, plan thing for what they're trying to trying to advertise. And so that was – I don't know, man. It, it felt different, and it felt like for once, as you said on Around the Horn, George, MLB is actually trying to do this the right way. Whether the embracing results, it. Yeah, embracing whether the, the resu- youth and
0: embracing the diversity. Exactly. Whether the results but,
2: but, are right – my bad, LZ, quickly. Whether the no, results no. are right or not, they're really
3: – they're there, and you can't ignore them. This is, this is my only thing – when it comes to this conversation, and it's been the only thing when it comes to this conversation for a long time, baseball doesn't have a diversity problem; it has an inclusion problem. Yeah, well, correct. Yeah, it and understands, baseball. Yeah. and it has, and it's all, and it is by far our most, our most diverse sport in terms of people on fields. Right. It's I, the inclusion that has been tripping it up, because the old guard doesn't want those people to bring the whole, their entire selves to the sport. I they just that. want the visual representation on the court. They don't want the cultural aspect. They don't want them. And I, so I still find baseball is struggling with inclusion, but it hasn't struggled with diversity in a long time.
2: I don't disagree, but I do think that we have reached that tipping point of sort of vapidity and commentary where too many people who claim to like baseball spend too much time talking about what there is to fix as if they are sort of the moral authority as opposed to simply Focusing your energy on all the awesomeness that is around you. And that's that's kind of where I get a little caught up. I'm like, why are you hitting me up on Twitter, clogging my timeline with, you know what's wrong with baseball, you know what's wrong with baseball. Bro, why don't you just watch a couple games and figure out who you like and then right. talk about them because all of these people are here. Of course they're not going to fix it all at once, so to speak. You know, of course we're not all of a sudden going to start seeing nine Kegner for Juniors walking around. That's not even the goal. But there's enough players out there. Again, 40 first-time All-Stars that people can want, who want to look at the league from a standpoint of diversity and so forth, you can have plenty of fun with doing it. Trust me, I know. I do it every day.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wonderful sport, and I do love seeing the diversity that's out there. But what I want to see now is them not being punished for who they are and how they celebrate the game and how they celebrate victories or losses. One of the things that I talked about a lot during the offseason – was the loss of Kike. Because I felt the Dodgers included Kike. He wasn't just out there as, you know, like, oh, we now have this Puerto Rican that's out there and that's great, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. They let him be him on social media, on the field, blah, blah, blah. And it was wonderful. And I didn't want that to be gone. And I think for baseball, for Major League Baseball, to go to the next level in terms of what they already have, they need to... Smash the remaining gatekeepers who are talking about playing, quote unquote, the right way. Because, as far as I'm concerned, what you're really trying to say is the white (laughs) way. And I'm about tired of that characterization of how the game's supposed to be played. It's a global sport, it comes from many different nations in terms of the talent. Let those nations shine. Yeah, agreed
0: wholeheartedly. All right, coming up next, we have a food anniversary. Uh, that is going to be near and dear to everyone's heart. We'll explain that in just a moment. 30-year anniversary of the release of Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy, which was uh, definitely a summer anthem for sure. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Oh, man, I do. I mean, 1991, I was like in junior high. I remember all of this. Uh, Fred and Richard Fairbrass. uh, By the way, Right Said Fred, we clearly know who... Uh, which brother was uh, was loved more uh, at home? Because the <laughs> band has his name in it, and not the other guy. <laughs> um, but uh, thirty years ago, uh, man, this is a long time ago, LZ. This is beyond Clinton's uh, purview here. I remember
2: the song. I would. There was no way I would have been able to tell you it was a summer jam. No way,
0: man. It was number one in like
2: seventy countries. This song. I get it. I just would not have remembered the season it was. No, at. no. That's all I'm saying. I
3: feel you. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. So you know what it was. It was a reminder that the country has a sense of humor because it's a god awful song.
2: I, it was terrible.
3: It was terrible. I remember right. this being
2: like, this is firmly in the like, are these people serious? And I don't really know, but I don't really care because they're yes. hilarious, you know?
0: I mean, these guys performed for Queen Elizabeth and Nelson Mandela during <laughs> that time. Yes. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Rewind. Yes.
2: Those yes. are the, the, tier one dignitaries yes. in the history no, no, of no, no, our no, lives. No, no, no.
3: No, they're above tiers. They don't get to be. They're they're well, okay. Supremacy, etc. They're tier but, less. Yeah, yeah. Right. Not
0: like Greg tier less, but right. tier less. The exactly. other kind of tier. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You um, all do
2: not realize how funny that was, listeners. Okay, that was it. A, a That was a god tier callback. Is so what it's very was.
3: good. It's very very good. The the fact that that song hit number one and stayed number one at a time in which it was more difficult to become number one right lets you know how dedicated the entire nation was to the bit yeah
0: Yeah. the bit was great the bit was great They nailed it yeah they nailed it for sure um so anyhow there's that then we have another anniversary so the other anniversary we have is i want to make sure i get this right it is the i'm gonna do my math here damn it they're asking me to do math it is the 39 year anniversary of McDonald's introducing chicken McNuggets to its national menu. Now, the interesting part of this is LZ, Mm. you and I, were talking about this yesterday, Clinton, while you weren't here, Mm -hmm. um, and Scott was, was in the house. We were talking about how Popeyes has put out that they are going with chicken nuggets, even though their nuggets look more like kind of Bites. Wing stops, like, uh, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're, they're boneless wings. It looks kind of like that. definitely
3: boneless bites from what I've yeah, seen. But yeah, but they
0: look delicious. LZ doesn't love the nugget, though.
3: Yeah, I'm not a nugget guy, Clinton.
0: I,
2: that's fair. But, I see, let me ask you this, though. Do you Are you all old enough to remember this release? Because this is basically concurrent with my life, which yeah. I will say as an aside, I did not realize. I thought that nuggets the, were older than
3: that.
0: No, no, 83, man. Some I Some of them not radar,
3: but not, not the actual <laughs> okay. release date. Okay. L- listen, my thing with nuggets is very simple. I'm about 6'2", 205, 210, depending upon the water weight. I'm a man of size. hmm I don't have time to be messing around with your nuggets. I'm trying to eat. Right. So I need... Tenders. This is at a least. way over aggressive take for what nuggets are supposed to be. <laughs> no, I mean, no, 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 nuggets are no. a snack, dude. Like, nuggets are children's food yes, for tiny and hands for and an tiny adult. mouths. It's not for adults. The tenders are snacks for adults because we're bigger people. No, you've never gotten
2: blazed and gotten a 50 box with your boy and seen if you could eat him as fast as you could? That's never happened in your life?
3: No, because Where you get I'm like an adult. nine extra
2: sauces. What are you talking about? Well, no. I mean, when you were a young adult, you know what I'm saying? Like 24, 25. Oh. I was eating now what sauce pizzas. are you going with? I, I with was the eating the entire
3: pizzas by myself by then. Oh, God. Okay. Okay, Carbs I mean, are meatballs. you going sweet
2: and sour,
0: barbecue,
3: uh, hot so, mustard, so, honey?
2: Okay. Off the board? I, this is sweet and, This is a question I was going to ask you guys. Of the four original flavors, what's your go-to and or your ranking? You know what I'm saying? Because Sweet and sour is number one. It's yours is number one. Sweet and sour to me is the go-to. No questions asked. But I've recently entered a barbecue phase, and I don't even really like barbecue sauce that much. But if I ever get a fast food item now, I have to dip it in barbecue sauce. Mm. Nuggets, fries, burgers, chicken sandwiches. I go full dip in the barbecue sauce, and I don't know why. It's this very strange thing. Hot mustard is underrated,
0: though, big time. What about honey? I had a friend who used to have it with honey all the time.
2: What? Chicken nuggets? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a super kid move, too. That's, yeah. that's, that's I mean, that true. was,
0: yeah, I was probably like fifth grade. He was Right, a big I was going to say, that's, that's yeah. a good, And fifth grade,
2: I used to eat McDonald's every single day of the week. There was one down the street from my school. <laughs> and literally, Gosh. that's where every kid hung out. So, yeah, it, was, yeah, it turned out great.
3: Yeah, you, did. you still turned out okay. Exactly. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, there you go. Again, um, specimen of a uh, One more anniversary before we get to the NBA <laughs> Finals here real quick. 33-year uh, anniversary of Die Hard's release. <sighs> you had to bring it up. Yes. Yeah
3: what it's the greatest christmas movie of all time you know what i'm it
0: turning
2: my mic, mic christmas christmas turn my mic off turn my mic off the nakatomi tower baby i'm sorry
3: i'm sorry Hippy Kaye mother bleeper if your mama said it's a christmas movie i'm gonna call it a christmas movie bruce
4: willis didn't said it was not a christmas movie bruce willis
3: did not write the movie
4: but he was he was the big the person.
3: The person who wrote it. the movie told you his intent.
4: Yeah, but the star, yes. the star said it was not a Christmas movie. Yeah, but
3: he
0: didn't write it. LZ's he
4: didn't his, write it. I mean, I, I get it, but... Do you? Because you're still arguing I with still, him. I'm going to argue. It doesn't matter what that guy says. I'm telling you. It doesn't matter what before. that guy says. <laughs> it for that
2: the guy, guy. that made it. <laughs> Fun fact, this it. turned into an actual argument during the pre-show meeting in which I was trying to shut everybody down to shut up, and they still kept yelling for 10 yeah. minutes. That's yeah.
3: what I told you. By the way... Because Greg is so wrong.
0: Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. Right.
3: Yeah. If it wasn't uh-huh. for Christmas, he wouldn't have shown up. We would wouldn't have. No That's an excellent point.
0: That is true. Oh my
4: God. <laughs> There's Christmas in Enough. the movie. It is all happening around Enough. Christmas. This but the is trying to get back on together.
0: <laughs> and it did bring Holly and him back together. This it case has them back been
4: back together. It lasted a long millions time, There were Christmas lights in
3: the movie. There were ho ho ho's being cares anymore?
2: It's the middle of July.
3: Christmas in July. It was literally a Christmas party. It's a Christmas it was a Christmas party. Oh it was a Christmas party, God. but it was not... By the way, by, the, most, Christmas.
0: the most underrated funny part that's not supposed to be funny part of that movie is when that uh, schmarmy guy who's all coked up um, goes shot. in to try to negotiate with Hans. And, mm-hmm. uh, that and doesn't Bruce work out is, so well for him? And Bru- right, it right, did not work out so well. And Bruce Willis tries to say, whatever your name is, Hans, I don't know this man. I don't know who he is. And then all hear is bang, bang. And it's like, <laughs> damn, dog. You mm-hmm. an idiot.
3: Yeah. It's just yeah. so... I mean, listen... I'm just doing what the writer said. And yeah. as a writer, I like to respect the words.
0: You know what one of my favorite um, bad action movies is? Tango the- and Cash.
3: See, you just messing Kurt up. Kurt
0: right Russell now. and <laughs> Sylvester Stallone, bad action movie, but mm. so bad that I will watch it every time it's on.
3: Yeah, that's, out, that's, out, that's out,
2: you, outside you of me. my cultural drop zone. I feel, really? I've heard of that movie, definitely never seen it.
3: You, definitely got me. you know there Bruce Willis is, people, is literally wearing a, is, a ho, ho, ho Santa Claus hat. This is what
2: hat. I ask when these movies come up. Are there any black people in that movie?
3: Tango and Cash?
2: If you have to think about it, the answer is likely no.
3: Probably no. There's only like <laughs> two black people in Die Hard.
2: Well, right. yeah. Well, hold and one on. of them was the a limo driver
0: and uh, Carl
3: Winslow. Yeah. Right.
2: Reginald Vell Johnson will yes. not have his name desecrated as only one black person in this household on my watch. <laughs> I said two. <laughs> I said two. <laughs> okay. I say it too. <laughs> when Reginald Fell Johnson is in the building,
3: we could. Santa Claus is in Die Hard, by the way. Oh, my
0: God. Is he really? Oh I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. When did um, that is Chris Paul
3: going to die hard oh, here in this series? Check this. Wait, wait, all nice. all last step. That, last that. Last step. That, then I'll let yeah. it go. Yeah. Last year from Dish Network, 1.3 million Americans watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve. Oh, my Eve. God. Oh. In 2016. Uh, that you. beat out traditional thank holiday favorites, Home Alone, Miracle on 34th Street, and the Santa Claus. Thank you. Literally in your up. face.
0: Preach. Yeah. Uh, is Chris Paul going to die hard here on the floor? Because it, it, it's not looking great for him recently.
3: Man, he's been slowing down, man. He's been slowing down. Right. Everybody was ready to eyes. crown him, man. Come on. But you know what, though? I don't know if he's slowing down as much as, believe it or not, the Milwaukee Bucks have adjusted.
0: Because well, they're if they bigger also and stronger, noticed, and they're, they're, they're bullying them now.
3: Yes. Well, and if you notice, Devin's not having a great series statistically in terms of shooting percentage. He's been very inefficient. He's right. needed a lot of shots to get the same points he was getting in the earlier rounds. DeAndre Ayton started off being in the same category as Shaq with a near twenty twenty performance in Game 1. And since then, last night, I think he got like six points. Now, he did have 17 rebounds, but still, that's a long way from the 2020 performance of Game 1. And then, obviously, we saw what Chris did in Game 1, and he slowly has been nullified throughout the course of the series. So, I don't know if it's just straight up Chris Paul, it's getting old before our eyes, guys. I but don't think so certainly the Milwaukee, the Milwaukee Bucks have gotten back into this series, not just because of what they've been doing offensively, but they made some really key adjustments defensively that the Suns have been befuddled by.
1: Kill,
0: uh, Clinton, uh, I think that local boy done good, Drew Holiday, has a lot to do with that. In, yeah. So Chris Paul, I, I gave the stat out earlier, but I will add to this stat now. Um, so Chris Paul had 22 ter- turnovers in his first 14 playoff games this season. He has had 15 in the last three. In those three games, seven have been caused by Drew Holiday, who has guarded him on 78 possessions.
2: I think Chris Paul also knows that they have home court. They do? So, you know. Yeah, so you save it for that.
3: He's what? Are you suggesting he's 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 allowing himself to lose on the road because he knows no, he gets to go home? I don't home? say
2: allowing themselves. I'm not going to go that far, but I think there's some some for lack of a better term inter-series load management for sure. I actually do.
0: Right. So you're saying it's a long game I'm playing here. Yeah.
2: I mean, it's not to say that you go out and have a bad game to try to deke somebody mm-hmm. into something, but if you want, mm-hmm. if you know, know about okay, that, man. Or, I, don't I
3: don't know, know I I about that, that. dog. Yeah. I I'm know. just I saying I that, that. The last thing you want is Game Seven.
2: I know that, but I think that he understands that his you know. Gonna work best for him. It's probably gonna work at home. If well, dies, yeah. I, I mean, what look, I
3: think it, is that Giannis has discovered he's bigger than everybody else.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> and <laughs> which
3: is, as a matter of fact, so is Chris Middleton and Drew Holliday so right. right, You know right. what
0: I mean? They like,
2: struggled to figure out all season. And all of a sudden, in the finals, they did, which is good. We like that for the Bucks and Mets, you know.
0: Yeah. All right, coming up next, the most listened to segment here on the show, Big Deal or No Deal. Actually, speaking of
2: deals, it's a big deal. You call the right attorney when you're injured in an accident. Call my new friends at Sam and Ash Law,
4: 800-304-2000, because you deserve what's right. Don't you, Greg? You sure do. All right, LZ, we're going to start with you. James Gandolfini was apparently paid $3 million by HBO to not take the job as the new boss on The Office when Steve Carell left. The reason? They wanted to keep the legacy of The Sopranos pure. Is this a big deal or no deal? Or Clinton, is this a big deal or no deal? I think that's that's a relatively big deal for a couple reasons. Number
2: one, the foresight to be able to do that, and I don't mean in any way other than like, that's kind of pure, like, hey, we actually don't want our brand messed up. I mean, I'm sure it has bigger implications, but also because of the unfortunate sort of situation that occurred afterward, like it, it, it works out in a way that I think helps us. There's this, I got an A, I got an A in one paper in, in college. It was about a, something called intersectionality, intertextuality, not intersectionality. Do not jump on my back. But intertextuality is when It's like the running line between different characters somebody's played in their lives. And it changes what you think about each character. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, we think of James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano. If he'd played a bunch of other people, it's not that it would have necessarily lessened what he did as Tony Soprano. But we would certainly think of it differently. So, like, I get that. And the reason why that's also a big deal, you get out of that operation for only three million bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have been like, no, I want 10. You know what I'm saying? Like, knowing how successful that
3: became. So, yes, big deal. I think it's a big deal because it shows just how simple minded some people in the industry are. Yeah, just I mean, are we actors or not? I get what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not Tony Soprano, right? No. like I want to be able to play different roles, and if I if you're boxing me in in this one role, then guess what? Going forward, I'm only going to be offered roles that are similar. Okay, guess we're on to the next no, one. We on. keep going. <laughs> no, I'm done. We're going on. <laughs> Perfect timing. Laura
4: has spoken. <laughs> All right. So then we're going to start with you, LZ. This time, former Ram and current Lion Michael Brockers was on the Jim Rome show the other day and said this. Working with him, talking about Dan Campbell, the head coach of the Lions, oh. is awesome because he reminds me a lot of Sean McVay and how he came in, and as far as, as, far as he understands, there's no ego when it comes to his coaching style. It's all about the team. Is comparing Campbell and
3: McVay a big deal or no deal? It's no deal. What are you going to say? He knows he got screwed. <laughs> so he's got to make the best of the situation. And so, yeah, you send a message out there. To your coach who's out there saying dumb stuff all the time, they'll say, hey, you can aspire for more. I'm going to put this name out there. Reach for it. Is that what you do in your situation with your people? If you had a little little thing you
2: were dealing with and you said, yeah, you remind me of, I don't know, insert guy here
3: who's aspirational, who you want one of your dudes to be. Both R. Kelly as well as Usher both have songs in which they say, you remind me of a vehicle. Because the the relationship is so bad, but if I compare you to my favorite car, maybe we can be better. So you remind me of my Jeep.
2: (laughs) That is a terrible example, but I will say this. This is the best I can do, man. I will say this. If I'm McVeigh, I'm I'm like, I'm sorry, what? You're comparing me to who? Based on exactly what? I mean, I can't remember the guy's name. What's what's his name? Dan Campbell? Dan Campbell. I mean, he... Is a troglodyte at this point until otherwise proven. You know what I'm saying? He's talking about eating body parts. He's, what, what was that? What was the second kneecaps, thing he said? Man,
4: he, no, man. Yeah. What was the second thing he said though? He, said he was gonna. Uh, oh God. He was gonna treat people well. As oh like, yeah. Don't wipe your yeah. behind. Yeah, you wipe your behind. We, Binds, right, yeah. right.
2: This yeah. guy. I mean, this guy. I didn't. If I'm McVeigh, I, I'm like. I'm, I go to my team and I say, if anybody says you're not even allowed to say his name
3: in if, the in the facility. If I'm McVeigh, I'm not concerned because I'm like i nah. sent you to the, you, you're the lions, man. That, that stank, that stank, <laughs> that
2: stank is too heavy. I, I, I don't want to hear no jokes about Dan Campbell in my facility. I don't want to hear any reference to that guy. That guy's a, no, can't have it. Can't have it. Next. What's next?
4: Uh, all right, Clinton. Yes. Hmm. Marine experts and shark advocates are saying that the term shark attack is no longer an acceptable term. Now, they would prefer it if we called them shark encounters.
3: You know what? To hell with those people. Clayton, you don't get the answer to answer this. No. No. I am not doing this with you I people. I understand. I am not. I understand that, list. I mean, I it- lean left. Everyone knows my politics. I lean left. But you know what? Y'all give us a bad name. That's some mess right there, man. Don't make me go red on you. What exactly is your beef here? Shark encounters? I lost a limb, dog. That wasn't an encounter. That was an attack. Well,
2: I mean, listen. Okay. To take the other side of this, which I believe in a lot, if you show up at my crib with your family in your swim trunks and you start drinking a bunch of beer and I decide I want to knock you out because you weren't invited, that's not an attack by me. You have encountered me in my Uh, habitat. No,
3: that's still an attack. It's just a justified one.
2: Well, I would, I would go so far as to say all shark attacks are justified Fine. if you're in the water.
3: Fine. So I didn't argue the merits of the attack. Shark's don't shark. And, don't try and say that it's not an attack, an encounter. Like you had a conversation over <laughs> off a coffee or something. You had some charcuterie, you hit the shark. <laughs> some you some, said, Shark,
2: some, would you some. like some brashola? No, you're, not, not a big, you're a big pursuit guy?
3: All right, go ahead. Hey, man. It. You know, <laughs> CJ didn't finish his plate. You want some Rice Crackers, dog? Let's have an encounter.
2: On, Let's man. have an encounter.
4: I'll take the saltines, please.
2: <laughs> oh, Thank you. shouts to Craigslist. Anyway, who,
3: who did
4: that? Who? I need names, Greg. <laughs> let me find the story again. You here. know, it's the
2: you know you know you know it's the crunchiest of the crunchies.
3: The crunchiest of the crunches, <laughs> man. It
4: the was cr- in Australia, oh. according to the Sydney Morning Herald. Oh, okay. Oh, morning negative. Ac- you, apparently it says negative wow. encounter and bite are phrases that are acceptable in those marine experts' eyes.
3: Oh, you can be bitten, but you can't be attacked. <laughs> right. Man, um, they don't shut up down there, man. This is a negative encounter, LZ. Right. You know, it's like it's like, you know, it's like they say when, you no, know, I'm attacking your I'm, your I'm attempt at PC-ness.
2: Right. It's not PC-ness. It's just attempting to change the mindset around how we treat animals in their habitats, okay? Not,
3: listen, dog. It's a shark. They're treating us. All right? This is this isn't a cat it's, in my house. No. The shark's got me. No, it's a cat you bring into your house. In the shark world, you
2: go into theirs. Exactly, they're treating us. We're the cat. I hope you encounter a shark next no, time you get in the water. You don't. You know what? I'm going to be up back is... there. i gonna be back there chilling with my shark friends. I, I eating that the best sopaipilla you've never had. I I'll be like, your, I look at LZ <laughs> out there. Look at LZ out there. He's about to be on the shark cootery plate. Shark cootery. See what shark. I did there? Mm. Give me all the money.
4: Mm. <laughs> all about the callback. All about the callback.
2: Shark cootery. You can't make this stuff up, kids. One day you can grow up and make really bad jokes about food and animals at the same time, too. Just stick with your dreams.
3: As long as you make bad jokes and don't say things like shark encounter. Shark cootery. Negative encounter is acceptable as well. Negative encounter? What's a positive encounter? It didn't eat me? (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Man, what's next? (laughs) (laughs) All
4: right, Elsie. Ah, LZ. Netflix is going to join in on the video game world. The streaming service is hoping to stream video games at no extra charge to the subscriber by 2022. They didn't say what games they would stream, but the report says that it will be acting as a third-party hosting service. So is this a big deal or no deal?
3: I guess it's a big deal. This is a huge deal for me, but on. You know, I, guess, I guess it's a big deal. Do- I'm not a video game person, but I can appreciate the attempts to make things just a little bit more easier. As somebody that is
2: adjacent to the gaming community um, through my brother who's in college and has been through to multiple, like, gaming events, this is a big deal because Netflix Were moves- the events or were the encounters?
4: Negative encounters. Boo.
2: Thank you. We had plenty shark cootery at these events. No, but so I've been to plenty of these things and, like, this is a platform play for, for Netflix overall. It's an eyeballs thing. And if they manage to get eyeballs to play some of these larger network games, you know what I mean, the, the Fortnites, the um, Overwatches, so forth, like that's a pretty serious market because a lot of these, these sort of video game events and operations, I'm not going to say that they're fly-by-night, but they're not exactly in the most stable positions. Leaks shut down all the time and have to redo things. So if Netflix wants to get a corner in that world, I think that would be a massive deal from a content standpoint.
3: Shark cootery. Shark cootery. Negative I mean, that's, that's
2: the That's the best joke I've said in forever. Anyway, on the other side, you might have noticed that Jorge had to step away, but that's fine because mm-hmm. LZ and I are here. Satano, mm-hmm. LZ, and Cap. Clinton Yates filling in here on Thursday. I'll be back tomorrow too, sidebar. Whether or not Laura will be, we'll see. She's oh, going to dance for with here. this song. Okay. Okay.
1: I Are know tw- how to get down, but I know how to come back to work. I was work. also going to
2: say, I mean, you know, Are that's, you that's, when, right you now? Know that's kinda, when you know you're
3: grown. That's when you know you're grown. I
1: kind of was, though. <laughs> sorry, <Yeah>. sorry, <laughs> sorry <laughs> Clint. Look at you all,
3: No, it's Turn this up. I'm clubbing now. I'm clubbing now. I, I was
2: going to say, I, the, I, like, look, if you work in a certain business in a certain part of the world, it's like, or in a certain, like, sector of the world, I should say, like, taking a day off for your birthday is kind of lame, but like, you know. You never know. I'm not getting, We're not giving away ages here because we're decent people here, but like, let me tell you something. If I get too tore down, that thing is hanging on me for two days, not oh,
3: one. Dang. At this Ooh. stage, bro, yeah. Are you Clinton? old. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get after it, too. Well, I get after it, too, but it don't catch me. Mm-hmm. Mm,
2: okay. Thank y'all you. Talk, y'all talking all that. You just time no, it better. Yeah. So you time it mm-hmm. so that it goes through your whole weekend. Mm-hmm. It's you know. called
3: yeah. W-A-T-E-R. Use it. Okay.
2: <laughs> LZ is a very... Condescending healthy guy. You know what I'm saying? Not an inclusive wellness dude.
3: <laughs> what are you He's talking a about? a
2: big, oh, well, I could do this and you can't, dude. You know what I'm saying? Anyway.
3: No, I'm trying to include. I just gave you a tip. I gave you a life hack a and tip. you threw it back in my face. I'm
2: telling you because the way, the way my body is set up, see, you know what I'm saying? That's a joke. But I'll be, be dealing with you, Hank. The way I'll be mm. set up. The way my organs are set up. Mm. You know? But the reason why we bring this up is because, of course, we have a gift that comes from everybody. From that Greg picked up. Greg, what exactly is this gift that we've got for Laura?
4: It is. Aww, uh thank you. Siete I didn't tag you. My bad. No, no, Siete okay. leguas, which is uh, seven horses, and it's a bottle of tequila. It's a añejo, and añejo. Añejo. Thank you. I'm sorry, did I say it wrong? I apologize. No, you good? You good? You good? No, 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 Ane- go on. It's an añejo, and it's a hundred percent de agave.
3: Oh, you said that wrong.
4: I did. It's agave. <laughs> well, okay, There's so a word before the
3: agave, we have but a I can't see the box. Here, which I was is- like, are oh, you Forrest Whitaker now? Screech!
2: Eh, It
3: Agave! Agave! That was funny.
2: So I get a call. Let's describe this. Oh, let's open it up and just tell us what it looks like. What the bottle looks like. Because Greg, okay, so here's the backstory. We all knew we were getting her something. But I appreciate it. But Ooh. we were like, what should we get? And I told Greg... Greg calls me from the liquor store in the middle of the afternoon. Yep. And he's like, what, ch- "What should I get?" I, I answered, said. I know I was like, "Was this a butt tile? I hope so. No, but I'm joking. <laughs> hey, how <laughs> dare you. I'm kidding. And so I go, "Well, is is there Casamigos?" Which is Ooh. which is which mm. is the new hotness, mm. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I love me some mm. Casamigos. And Casamigos is the jam. Sorry. Yes. No, no, no. But no, no, I'm good at <laughs> this, okay? Mm. But he looks around and he's like, "There's no Casamigos." And at that point, my only instruction was, "Don't get Patron." And I because said, no, I'm not getting I Patron. feel like Patron mm. is, first of all, not a great tequila. It's not. And second of all, good it's, marketing, just, though. it's just right. It's mm-hmm. just kind of a ratchet move at this point <laughs> to buy somebody <laughs> Patron. So we decided, I, I told him, do this. I don't know what the names of any of these things are because I just look at them and I pick by the best bottle. I should have thought of Avion. That's what I'm thinking of now. Oh,
1: that's a good one. But oh, I was, was like,
2: that. I said I said this, and this is important. I said, you should already know which tequila she likes if you were really her friend.
1: Oh, mm, That is true. That is true. And I
2: only said that um, because I was he wondering. You would have cried if he cried. I was wondering. Good thing I don't. If you were going to tell the people what your actual favorite tequila is, Laura, before we get out of here. For mm. t- tonight, when you see your fans in the streets, they know mm. what to come correct with.
1: Okay, I, I'm actually really hyped on Casamigos right now. Casamigos
2: is the jam. It is right. Casamigos has shortages. They have right. shortages. Okay, great. Oh, my
1: God, they have, okay, okay, okay. I
2: They have shortages around the country of Casamigos, LZ. In, in, Do they you really? This. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. distributors are running out because people are buying this stuff up. But tequila, I'm a tequila guy. Like, that's mm. almost these days the only hard liquor I can really drink. I mean, mm-hmm. rather shoot. You know what I'm saying? Because I just can't deal with the rest. But Casamigos is the jam. But that one looks good. And, uh, you know, happy it, birthday.
1: Thank you. Okay. I, can I tell you guys something really quick? First yes. of all, thank you. Honestly, thank you for my present because uh, the weekend, hey, is going <laughs> <begun. laughs> to... we begun. We's about to start the weekend, right? Right. But, okay, so yesterday, I like I said, I was hanging out with Janice and I met some people. And they're like, yo, you got to do this thing that's going around on social media. And I was like, what is this thing? So apparently you just post... If you're in, like, a random city, whatever, for me, it was my birthday, and you're like, yo, here's my Venmo, buy me a drink. And I did it as a joke. I was like, ain't nobody going to send me money. Right. Yo, my Venmo account right now. I was like, thank oh, you, guys. Shoot. What? Really? <laughs> yes.
3: Look at the kindness of others. We yes. love that, LC. I
1: love it. I was that like, is awesome. Dope. I'm here
3: for that. I'm here for all of that. That's I loved great. it. Yeah, that's so great. Shout
1: out to everybody. Because, yo, like, I put it on my Instagram, right? I didn't put it on Twitter, but I put it on Instagram. And there's listeners that follow me. And I got, like, a bunch of people just, like, giving me, like, Told Kobe you. stuff. Like, 8 or, like, $8 or 24 for Kobe. Oh. And I was like, that is so dope. That's
2: nice. Yeah. That's, really that's dope. cool. The Kobe so numerology dope. stuff kind of freaks me out, but that's a good version of it. Yeah, you know, know what I mean?
1: My
3: dope. birthday's tomorrow.
1: Hey. Yeah,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I see anybody believe that? No, your birthday's in March. On the Damn it, you remember.
1: I'm good about the... Bro, I'm good with signs. though. So, so
4: tonight... Apply. But next <laughs> March, you got some Granddaddy Purple coming your way. The
2: go, oh, OG Granddaddy Purple. So tonight is one leave. of the only nights on the <laughs> on the calendar where there are no sports in the four pro-American sports leagues. So, Greg, what are you going to do tonight since you have nothing to do? Oh, and I, I know you're not watching Gold Cup.
4: No, I am not going to watch the Gold Cup. <laughs> I actually have to... What I have to do is extremely boring. But there was supposed to be a uh, sporting event tonight. Red Sox-Yankees were supposed to go on. Mm -hmm. But I'm actually going to dive into ratings, which sounds so much fun, Oh,
2: yeah. Well, obviously, they've gone through the roof since I showed up today. Of course. You can remove the roof right now. Elsie, what are you doing
3: tonight? I'm finishing packing, my friends, as I am going on a two-week vacation.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes. Where
3: are we going? Oh, yes. well,
2: rather, what part of the world are we going? Don't give away your locale. You don't want people showing up with their oh, boots on.
3: If you come to Providence Town, then I already know what time it is. But <laughs> well, that's where I'm going. So if y'all show up there, we, you know, you know what's up.
2: So here's what's happening for the for – the, we, can, we, can, we can close the show on this. Here's what's happening for me in the next week.
3: Mm-hmm. I am moving. Now,
2: I am moving from one building to another one across the street. And, okay, don't look at me like that. This is how you're supposed to do it when you're my age. But here's the deal. Whilst I'm not going to ask my friends to move, because I've got, like, four actual days to do it, I'm going to try to move as much of the stuff as I can just, like, with my hands and feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, carrying stuff.
3: I don't understand. What do you mean?
2: Like, box it up and carry things not box by box, but, you know, some level of that, some level of cart back. Like, I'm not getting movers until the last day to move things that I actually can't move with my body. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Do you think this is a ridiculous strategy or this is a bit of a... I'm trying to get this is to be like a bit of a workout kickoff, Mr. Condescending Wellness. That's why I brought it up. Okay, first of all,
3: <laughs> I wasn't being condescending. I was telling you to drink some water. You know? I know. You I, drink I, some know. Water, I do right. drink water, but still, it's just I'd be tired, you know. All right, okay, fine.
2: Um... Man, it's
3: been a minute since I packed and moved myself. Right,
2: but I feel it's like it's a challenge that I want to undertake, mainly because like it's the closest. Then you move already I've ever... undertake it. No, but I'm saying like I had dudes moving stuff then. You know In what your I mean? 20s. Yeah, but I mean like I've never moved anything this close to another. I've never been the person that moved within apartment building. Oh, so you're you know saying, saying because it's so yeah, close? Yeah, because it's so it's close. Not really... I got. Gotcha. I can justify I gotcha. like it's literally a block away. You know oh, yeah, yeah, you should probably do that I, stuff yourself. I feel like I should do it myself because I feel right. like it'll also give me a better. I'm big on like relationships with your stuff. Like, I got a lot of clothes to throw out. And so mm-hmm. I feel like this is going to help me like purge. Purge. Because I don't necessarily know that I want to purge. I, I need to bury my stuff. I need to lay it to rest, if you will. And if I walk the stuff I don't want to the Goodwill and I walk the stuff I do want to the apartment, like, all of next week, that would be good for me,
3: good for my, my, my you know material what? soul. It feels like everyone else is going to have a better weekend than you. That's fine. It just, it just feels that way. That's fine. I look great, and the yeah. weather's great,
2: so my weekends are always great. You look great. Wow. I look great, and <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. living Man, a life. I no, but I'm trying to be productive, and I'm trying to do it in a way, not necessarily that saves money. It's not about the money. I just feel like I moved everything I had here with me, from the East Coast, that was forty years of my life, nearly, and right. now I'm moving into a smaller space, so I have to get rid of a lot of things. But I gotcha. don't want to just be like, "Bang, this is all gone." You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if I can parse it out over the course you. of the week, I'll be more emotionally at, 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 what's more, at ease with my stuff.
3: No, 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 that makes sense. You know, that, that, that makes sense. Um, Laura, yes, we're gonna pray for you, girl.
1: Why? Yeah. We're
3: gonna pray for you. Cause Janice gets after it. Oh, I, don't I know, know. If you know.
1: Trust. I've <laughs> I've hung out with her a few times. Okay. And, uh, Janice don't play, but then you know.
3: Why do you think they're hanging out? Yeah.
1: Exactly. I was gonna say. I mean, you know. I mean. I was just,
3: you know, it's just gonna be like, what you doing, contest? Okay. So, all right. We is she still no. with that one dude?
1: She is. Good for her. Wow, we're I know. Just out here openly discussing. Is they, they gonna people. be getting married? <laughs> I don't know. That's a that's a question for her. I don't need to be discussing her business. Let's like put
3: that. the poll up.
4: <laughs> calls. It's uh, call us. It's eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six eight seven 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 ten. Call I
3: ESPN. What was it like? Two years ago, we did the haunted house thing together.
1: I don't know, man. I wasn't uh, here two years ago. No, I'm just,
3: I'm just, I'm just talking out loud, like, Ed, like Ed Sheeran, thinking out loud. Um, I think it was like two years ago, and I was like, I kind of like this for you.
1: Mm, that's cool. You know, I mean, and then I bit legal, into my so my know.
3: smoked turkey leg.
1: You're <laughs> Janice is a good wing woman. I, like, I'm a great wing woman. Like, when my guy friends go out, mm-hmm. yo, they're like, let's take Laura. Because she, she's gonna get, she's good, right? Yeah. And right. I, so Janice, I was yeah. like, Janice is like that for me right now. Okay. I was like, I can mess with this, you know? Because yeah. usually it's always me doing the wing person thing. Doing but,
3: the winging? Doing but, the, the, wing. Yeah. the wing humaning?
1: <laughs> so I'm with it. I was like, yo, I mean...
3: That's awesome! I want to see lots of pictures. Mm-hmm. None with location identified. No, 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 yeah, no. Can't no. do that. No, no, no. Right. That's but, In fact, uh, we that's need a later gram. Later gram. Yeah,
1: yeah, no, no. We uh, the outfit's gonna stay the same. It's just gonna go from sneakers to heels, and I'm like, and I'm good.
2: Oh, okay, oh, yeah. so you pre pre prepared?
1: Yeah, I think mm-hmm. my outfit's cute, so I'm just gonna roll it with some heels. And this I'm is good. like this right.
2: is like when you would go to school and like you'd see the kids that had the big Backpacks, you knew that they were going to sleep over together, you know mm. what I'm saying? As mm-hmm. opposed to like the rest mm-hmm. of us who were just going home, you're like, Oh man, we didn't know, but it's like seven in the morning, and you don't have time to go get your stuff, so right. Or that's when the-
1: I used to lie to my mom when I used to when I was 17 working at McDonald's and I tell her I work late and clothes, but I was really going out.
2: Oh, yeah, mm. that's that's <laughs> that's, that's, wow. that's another option, you know. I, I told really my
3: that. mama I was closing that night. <laughs> when you were really going to Acapulco. You know no. what, I ain't, re- I, I'm, I'm not, not mad Acapulco. at you though. That no, seems LZ, up. you get
1: me though, you know what's up.
3: You, you are a walking episode of the Cosby Show, that's what you are. <laughs> Vanessa, <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you.
2: Seriously though, best wishes going out. I feel like, you know what, I, you know don't you know, you know something funny about me Greg? And here's the thing LZ too, my body hasn't trained itself, I don't go out at night. Like that's not something I do anymore.
4: You're, You're a day you drinker do do? now?
2: Yeah, I mean, or, like, even, like, once the sun is getting ready to go down, your boy is headed home. That's pretty much what it is. Like, I stayed out, like, once for, I think it was a Lakers game, and it's, it's you know, it's a sleep thing, LZ, is what it is. Like, that's completely what it is. Like I can't, need it? I need the sleep badly, you know? Okay. And if I don't get it, if I'm drinking too much or staying up too late, I just don't get it, because my body naturally wakes up at 5 a.m. every day, so... You know, no, no, no.
3: I, I got it. That's our program. I'm really fortunate. I don't, I don't have to sleep past six hours. Right. So I can still get it in and then get up at 4.30, 5 o'clock and still be okay. Yeah. But uh-huh. every now and then, every now and then I'll sleep in until 7. All right, everybody.
2: It's time to go. You're not back to tomorrow. I'm back tomorrow. I'm out. Sedano's here tomorrow. Greg's here tomorrow. We'll see if Laura makes it in tomorrow. Let's hope so. ESPN 710.